Hey there, adventurer. I appreciate you taking the time to do an investigation check and dig into the archives of the show. I wanted to let you know that this is an old episode back when the show was called The Hard Thing Podcast. The topics are still the same, though the format and some of the names are different. If instead you are coming back to The Hard Thing Podcast, well, surprise, we changed our name and some of our branding. Feel free to hang out in the archives and listen to all the wonderful old episodes of The Hard Thing Podcast or take on a new adventure by listening to some of our current episodes. Either way, happy adventuring. Welcome back to the Hard Thing Podcast, Kiki. As always, I'd like to start off with a question for you. If you had to recommend one uh, exercise that everyone in America start doing, what would that exercise be? I almost want to pick two. Um, I have to say, I think the most beneficial one has to be the squat. Hmm. Definitely squatting. Um, just because we do it every day, we sit down, we stand up. Um, and if you aren't doing it properly, then you end up using your hands, you know, pushing yourself. Um, and a lot of people end up having weak legs and that as a senior, what ends up happening, you know, mm. falling becomes a big high risk factor. Um, but second in line would be deadlift for sure. Interesting. Um, just because, just because we pick things up from the ground all the time too, and sense. people hurt their hurt their back a lot by rounding. But definitely, like sit to stand. I use that exercise a lot with my clients. I'll sit, have them stand up, and then obviously to get stronger, a bar. I I fully believe everyone, and I, I think everyone should be exposed to a barbell back squat at some point of their life. <laughs> I I personally agree, just because I. Uh, I had a hate relationship in high school with leg day, and now I have uh, a love-hate relationship with leg day. Um, so I guess let's start at the very beginning. How does one go about creating a personal fitness plan for themselves? I think it starts with finding the things that you enjoy doing, because obviously you'll come back. Um, but I mean, and it's kind of like an artwork. I feel like, um, even if you get a personal trainer, um, or do fitness classes, um, those programs are designed to keep people invested in having fun, but also some, see some type of result, which is like, you know, weight change and stuff like that. If you're very, if you're very disciplined and go on like by yourself, that's fantastic because you can, you know, there's so many things out there now. You can like look up different apps. You can look up um, different programs online. You can Google strength training and like follow those programs. And they're all correct. They um, have some sort of guidance around how to get you fit if that's the goal. But you need to figure out what the goal is before you pay, you know, before you start going. Because if you get like, like if you're in a car and you just go, mm -hmm. But with no destination, you just you're traveling, right? It just it's this endless road of like, where am I going? Why, you know? Whereas if you have like little target goals, like I want to be able to squat, blah blah blah, like 200 pounds. I want to deadlift 300 pounds. I want to bench press 135 pounds. Like those are my like small goal. Like as far as like that goes, then it makes it much more attainable because then you can work towards those goals. If your goal is just like to look good, naked, look good, you know, or whatever, like it's all of that, then um, for you, a 
like, you know, those uh, fit classes, those hit classes are very successful. Strength and conditioning classes are really successful because they take the guessing out of exercise. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're not confident in yourself of like putting exercises together and you rather have a coach watch you, make sure your technique is right. You show up, you do the work and you leave and you don't have to think about it. I, that's what I love about those classes is that you can literally show up mm -hmm. and they tell you what to do and then you do it. And then you go home yeah. and you're like, I don't know why that order was in that order. You know, you just, you did what was on the board. And a lot of people love that. Cause then I had to like go like for, our, for example, 24 hour fitness you, or planet fitness, you know, you stand there and then you go like, now what? You know, yeah. a lot of times people do that and they're like, I'm just going to do this machine and this machine and th you know, yeah. cause they really don't know. But then that's where the, that intrinsic motivation needs to come in where you need to kind of do a little bit of extra heavy lifting by kind of doing a little bit of your research, figuring out, okay, if this is the gym that I have and these are the equipment I have, how can I put together a program that will fit what I'm looking for? Interesting. Um, so if you're in, if you're that motivated, then hundred percent go for it. As a personal trainer, my past experience, I did so much of that that I didn't want to do it for myself. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. I would, I would train people, turn around and be like, now me. Okay. <laughs> I don't even want to. Can someone tell me what to do? Because right. I like that. Right. I think a lot of us like when someone tells us what to do when it comes to our fitness. I agree. I, I'd never thought about it. But uh, when, when you kind of make your own fitness plan, you're essentially doing kind of some mental workouts in order to do real workouts, trying to figure out what pairs well and uh, what helps you get the results you're looking for. Kind of along those lines, do you have any any apps or tools that you do prefer, or and any that more specifically that you don't and that you specifically don't like? Unfortunately, I don't have a lot of experience because um, I never really invested much mm -hmm. of my time with those. Um, I have experience like with in person like CrossFit classes. Mm -hmm. Like some people love those. That just wasn't my cup of tea mm -hmm. eventually a few years um, after doing it. I prefer strength and conditioning gyms and like what, those types of classes. Um, yeah, group fitness. I love that because it helps people be accountable. You know, you have mm -hmm. a friend that shows up at your 6 a.m. class too. So if they don't, if you don't show up, you're texting them. They don't show up, they're texting you. Also, you get to know the coaches. They text you if they, you know, the owners get to know mm -hmm. each and every member. They'll reach out if you haven't been showing up. Um, my best friend does beach body and she absolutely loves them. So like, cause she's a, she's a mom. Mm -hmm. So to be able to turn on the TV and have a workout right there and then fantastic. I used to do insanity when I was living in Costa Rica cause I couldn't afford a gym membership. So I worked out in my like living room space at the um, the host family that I w uh, was living at and they thought I was crazy, <laughs> but Hey, it got the job done. Um, and so those workout videos can be very um, uh, portable too. You can take them with you. Now they're apps, you know, they're, now we've evolved to apps. Um, it's kind of, I think everything has its own like good purpose. You know, you have Mirror now, you have um, Peloton. Mm -hmm. I still want one. I, <laughs> I haven't invested in that yet, but I love spin and spin classes. So to know that I can take a spin class in my living room and I have to not have to drive down the street. Right. Oh my gosh, sign me up. Like that sounds great. Um, so it just depends on your personality. Some people really want that in person. They need that accountability. Some people don't and they're willing to, you know, 
put a workout um, up and just do it. Um, so my biggest advice to anybody that's listening is just try what's in your budget and then just uh, see if you like it or if you don't. You know, if it's not, if it doesn't, um, you know, you don't resonate with it, okay, move on to something else. Another one, an example, I'm not familiar at all, but I have a friend that works for them. It's called Factor, or Future, sorry, Future. And that's another, like, service that you can use through app and they program for you and all that stuff too. So there's definitely a lot of stuff out there. And I think that's a great way to have diversity to kind of, kind of like with, like with nutrition, like Mm -hmm. there's so many programs, like so many restaurants, you know, there's so many things out there, pick and choose a lot things that you love and kind of stick with those. We're not going to always like with me, like I do Olympic weightlifting. I love it. But I also have a love-hate relationship too, like how you're saying, yeah. Justin, because it's like not every day is going to be the best day and I'm going to mm-hmm. be the, like the most motivated, but I know it's good for me. And so that's why I come back. And if you find something that challenges you and gets you out of your comfort zone, that's it for sure. Because if it's really easy and you can walk away like, whoo, didn't break a sweat, this was fun, ah, maybe you're not spending your money in the best way. So with... <laughs> You know, you listed all those apps, all those services. And in my mind, like the question that came up was, it's so easy to just like get started. And, you know, when you don't do anything and then you get started, you you naturally see some sort of result because you're doing something where before you weren't doing something. So why don't more people do it or, or see results? Like it, it's so easy. There's so many options. You know what I mean? I think it's just because of how long it's been, you know, if when you get into a space that it's, you, you say yourself, like, for example, yoga, mm-hmm. um, I love yoga and then I was doing it consistently and then the pandemic hit and I had, I couldn't do it. And then it was like, okay, we have online versions and it wasn't the same. And so now things are back open and, but then I'm like, oh, I'll go tomorrow. <laughs> oh, I'll go tomorrow. And then that never happens, right? Mm-hmm. One week turns into a month that turns into a year. We have a lot of distractions with other things in our lives. We become, you know, you get married, you have a family, you own a home, you have a career. Those, all those things come into play, which makes it harder for people to get started. So I think it's like, um, it's, it's literally pulling the trigger though. It's just like really finding, and it's never going to be you. Some people are like waiting for that perfect day. They're like today, you know, you wake up and the world sings you today's the day. Um, we're never going to have that, you know, like nothing's always as planned, but I think if people kind of just like start like small with just like, okay, on Monday's my most free day. I'm going to just work out once a week and just call it there. Then one day they start feeling good. And then that turns into two days of feeling good. And then three days of feeling good, you know, versus, um, they think especially, well, it's interesting. I feel like that's not as big of a trend anymore, but we used to know that New Year's resolution, right? January, mm. everyone's going to the gym, seven days a week of working out, getting, you know, the, the protein shake, you know, they get everything mm-hmm. and then they crash and burn by February. I stopped seeing people because of, they went too far into it too, too soon. So if you If you're able to start small and you don't have to, you know, maybe it's 30 minutes. Some people also think like, oh my God, if I'm going to work out again, I don't have an hour and a half like I used to, or I can't devote all this time that I had. Like, 
hey, if you're if you have if you're a stay-at-home mom and you literally just have 30 minutes, great. Mm-hmm. Do it. Do something hard and um that gets your heart rate up, gets you sweating in 30 minutes. You know what? You can do burpees for 30 minutes and that sounds awful. Yeah. But you know, that's a workout. That's a whole body workout. That, you know, you're getting your upper body, pushing yourself up, jumping with the legs back down. I just gave somebody a good 30 minute workout that they would hate me if they did complete it, you know, 30 minutes of burpees, but it's stuff like that, that can get people rolling again, you know, and it's just starting small. So you said, you know, if you know, it's good for you, then that's what you need to do. That's like the whole thing of this podcast, you know, like how does one actually get themselves to just do the thing that they know is good for them, you know? I think um, throwing it out there as a commitment can be helpful, like telling a friend, hey, I'm going to work out, you know, tomorrow, and we're going to show up at that 7 a.m. class. Sometimes having that accountability with somebody else can be helpful, Um, putting your clothes out the night before, like your workout clothes, like if you're actually physically going to the gym or even if you're doing it at home, you know, like, like actually putting it in there, um, like you're visually, you're showing yourself with your clothes that can be helpful. Um, if people are really into their, um, uh, calendar, like I am, Mm -hmm. if it lives in my calendar, it exists. Mm -hmm. If it does not live on my calendar, it does not exist. So the moment I put workout from 5 to 6.30 and I get an alert from Google Calendar saying, hey, your 5 p.m. workout is about to begin in 30 minutes, I'm like, ah. Then it's like I know that, okay, I put that on my calendar. It's time to go. Mm -hmm. So you have to kind of figure out uh, based off of your personality, you know, there are some people like, oh, calendars, no big deal. I'll brush them off. Or it's like some people use alarms on their phones, you know, like setting an alarm that goes off. Um, Or um, another one I heard a long time ago from somebody is that this person showed up to the gym, like one of those mainstream Mm -hmm. gyms, didn't work out, but went in, walked around really quick and left. (laughs) And he did that for a while to just get in the habit of just showing up. And then the moment he's like, okay, right after work, I'm going to show up to the gym. Okay, I'm here. Now I get to go home. And he did that repeatedly until he was mentally ready of like, okay, today I'm going to pack my bag with my clothes. Okay, I'm like the habit has been engraved. I'm showing up to the gym. Oh, wait, I have my clothes with me. Now let's change and maybe let's do 10 minutes on the elliptical. Okay, I'm good. And that was it, you know, mm-hmm. whatever it took to get him into the rhythm of like, I now want to start incorporating fitness into my routine and let's do it on a, like a scheme like that, small showing up. Cause ha- that's half the battle. I think once you show up, then you'll do yeah. it. It's just getting people to show up. That's the challenge. Yeah. I mean, uh, kind of going back to what you said about uh, in the, in the last episode, I think with that all or nothing mentality, you know, one push up is more than zero push up. So if you do one push up then you've done more than what you've done before, you know? Uh, so, so doing anything is good, better than doing nothing. And it's easy to, to scale up when you think about it that way. Um, with all of your clients, and this might be kind of a hard question. What are kind of a string of similarities that you've seen 
between those kind of the group of people that see results versus the group of people that don't? Ah, that's an interesting one. Cause I feel like motivation is a very key component with that. If you're motivated and you're open to, um, feedback, Mm -hmm. you're more inclined to see better results versus if you are closed minded, um, you have the victim mentality of like, oh, it's not working. So I'm just going to quit kind of thing. Um, tends to be the case for those. I feel like people that are more curious, that are more willing to like, um, you know, take that, uh, take those, um, that feedback and actually apply things that they weren't doing correctly into whatever it is that they're doing. They can overcome those challenges, mm-hmm. um, and evolve versus, you know, those that are kind of stuck in their way. You know, if they're like, no, I'm right. You're wrong. Mm-hmm. Or, um, they don't see eye to eye with those that are like giving them that feedback, um, tend to kind of live into what's in that world of like, just, you know, it's not going to change. <laughs> and that goes back to that, like growth and fixed mindset. I feel like, you know, cause it's, it results are it's interesting with with anything in life owning a business to like your career to weight loss to fitness anything you can apply this to any part of your life there's going to be times that you you're doing the work and you don't see those results and you get frustrated like I've been there and I definitely understand that um but like you said if you do just one extra push-up every day maybe you've never done a push-up from your feet before and you always do them from your knees if you practice on a daily basis, eventually you're going to get to that place to where you can do that one full push-up. That was kind of my goal with pull-ups. I, can, I wasn't able to do a pull-up on my own. So I practiced every single day and there was days that I felt really good <laughs> and there was days that I felt horrible mm-hmm. and just like body just was tired, dragging from the work week or whatever. And then when I finally got the one, I got two, I got three, and now I can do like Almost, uh, I think one time I was able to do 12 by myself. I don't know if I can do that again, yeah. but you know, like I was able to like, con- and I still do them today because I really want to keep that consistency of like, oh my gosh, I don't want to lose that strength that I build. And that's the other thing too. Like if you're able to um, overcome and be able to like grow from your experience and to change, continue that. Like it's working keep doing and keep molding that and refining it. Cause then that will keep you getting better and better and better. And that's like, my goal is like, now that I can do a few push-ups on my own, can I do a full strict one without like kicking my legs and stuff like that? So it's been really fun to watch my fitness child, like my fitness journey grow and evolve over time by applying, you know, that, okay, let me try it. You know, one little thing over here, one little thing. And it, you know, like, my before, like with my clients, my, their before and after picture don't say five years in the making, you <laughs> yeah. know, three years yeah. in the making. We, we live in this instant gratification world of like, push a button, I should receive results mm-hmm. when that's not the case. So I feel like, and then and, and I've been in that and it's really easy and it's very natural for human beings to get caught up in our brains to think that like, man, um, it's not working. I've done this for X amount of time. I'm not seeing the results. Maybe it is me or maybe it is. And like, it's giving yourself some grace and giving yourself a some step back of like, okay, if it's not working, what can we tweak 
a little differently? Or have you been in the game long enough to make those assumptions? Mm. You know, like if it's been a week, yeah, maybe <laughs> not there yet. Yeah. But if it's been five years, okay, maybe we need to reevaluate what it is that you're doing that um, maybe need to, you know, need fine tuning. And again, it can go with anything that you're striving for. Um, and then, you know, we live lives, things come up. Life isn't linear. We're going to have our highs and lows. So during those low times, that's when we can reevaluate to get back to the high points. Um, and that's when I talk about my clients of like when like they're um, talking about like their goals and like weight loss. I'm like, you're not going to lose that weight just tomorrow. Sorry. No. It's going to take time. And it's going to take commitment. You're going to gain weight during it. You're going to go drop back down. You know, you're going to plateau for a little bit. Then you're going to drop back down. Like all of that happens. Same thing with, with exercise. You're going to, I had times I feel amazing, kill it in the gym. And then other times like, holy crap, I feel so weak today. <laughs> what the heck? Like what happened, yeah, you know? Yeah. And it's you're like bummed out, but then give it some time, and then you're back on it again. Yeah, we're we're terrible as human beings uh, at looking at things at a macro scale. We just we're so myopic sometimes, unfortunately. Um, but thank you so much for being with me again, Kiki, on the show. Uh, I've taken up probably more of your time that you, than you probably wanted. <laughs> but um, how can our audience reach out to you, support you, and see what you're up to? So you can find me on pretty much almost all social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, at Living All with Kiki. You can also find me on YouTube as well as my website. So that is where the hub of everything lives, www.livingwellwithkiki.com. Find my next cooking class, join my health challenge. Um, if you'd like to get some insight on nutrition coaching without um, being committed to a one-on-one coaching. But if you do, you can find all of those um, on that website as well. Excellent. And uh, just like the other episodes, we got to give our audience an action item. So the one that I chose is do a 10-minute burpee workout. <laughs> so what would you like I love to tell it. Our, our listener to do? Woo! <laughs> ah, you're going to get some mad listeners. Um, for me, I would say... Um, Add um, five more minutes to your um, activity level. So it's either walking for five minutes, um, you know, it's either going for a jog for five minutes, um, doing burpees for five minutes too <laughs> if you'd like, um, push-ups, whatever it is, any type of activity, add um, an extra five minutes to whatever you're doing. Excellent. Uh, listener, I will get all those up in the show notes. And uh, thank you so much, Kiki, again, for being here and sharing your expertise with our audience. Uh, listener, Make sure you guys keep doing hard things because you will overcome average. Hey guys, one quick announcement for today's show. And you might have heard this already, even in today's episode. But uh, I have an awesome opportunity for you guys. Once in a lifetime, you have the opportunity to have dinner with myself and a covert CIA operative. That's right, an undercover spy. Uh... My guest, Andrew Bustamante, has been gracious enough to offer himself up 
uh, as guest for a dinner with myself and one lucky audience member. So if you want to sign up for that, make sure you hit the link in the show notes below. As well, you can go to Instagram and hit the link in my bio at The Hard Thing Podcast. This is first come, first serve, and there's only one slot. So whoever signs up first will have the opportunity to come to Utah and have dinner with myself and Andrew Bustamante. It's an exciting opportunity. It's one that you'll be able to brag about to your friends of being able to sit down, having dinner with an undercover secret agent. So don't waste any time. Go ahead and sign up in the link in the show notes or go to Instagram at The Hard Thing Podcast and click the link in my bio and you'll find all the relevant information there. Uh, So look forward to having dinner with you.